1: moving right along, we are going to um, look at um, some of the inner workings and some of the things we've already talked about. Um, We first um, address issues that has to do with you as an individual you know your personality your money personality we talked about that are you a spender are you a saver you know um, how do you make money decisions you know and how do you address issues that has to do with money you know uh, personality you know as we've uh, already stated is another aspect of your relationship that will help play a major role in how you deal with finances you know, your, your, the, the fact that you're married and the, the days that lead after will really be impacted by how well you make money decisions and how you address them. You know, we have to pay attention to everything uh, when, when it comes to uh, the way we prepare for marriage and how we talk about it. We have to pay attention to the details and make sure that we know the person we're getting married when it comes to financing you know it's very very important um in today you know um where there's so much knowledge and um resources uh some couples have been prior to get married want to make sure that uh they run a credit check to make sure they both know where they stand and um it's up to the couple you know my view on it is it's up to you as to how you like to do to go about that but the key thing here is that each party should make sure they are not knowingly hiding anything from their spouse so if you know if something that you know about your finances you have to talk about it you know um, so that if you decide to run a credit check, um, it would just be uh, confirming, you know, what you've already uh, disclosed to your spouse. I think the best approach is talking about it than letting, um, you know, documents prove it so that it will not become almost like um, a transaction. It's a relationship. So I believe in using relational approaches than having uh, some form of uh, contractual agreements and and things like that but in any way talking about these issues always help talking about these issues always go a long way to help us address issues that might affect us uh, down the road yes so one other thing that um i want all of you to think about too is as you go through this process of budgeting you know talking about finances dealing with debt you know ensuring that you're getting the help and resources you need to um, to improve your finances there's something interesting going on here that you're probably doing all this all these because growing up you probably never had the opportunity to learn from anybody as to how you can handle finances that's what led you into the situation so moving forward The buck has to stop with you. And what is beautiful about this is that you're laying the groundwork to make sure that the children that you are raising in your marriage with your spouse are going to be very financially literate. They're going to be very confident about marriage, about money. They're going to know how money works. They're going to be able to make good decisions with money and know really how to address issues when it comes to their finances so we're passing it along here we're making sure that our children as they grow up they really be ready They'll be prepared we're preparing them for a financial uh, to be financially responsible you know so that their future will, uh, they can reduce the odds of they being a, being in debt or you know uh, living um, in a way that uh, they are not able to sustain themselves. So let's use this as an opportunity, you know, to teach them. And some couples can even take this another step uh, along by, you know, being able to uh, set tasks for your children and giving them allowances. And, you know, I've always often said that there are two ways that you make money. Either you earn it or you steal it. You know and we have to make sure we're earning money so teaching children these things and as they see you do it as they see you manage money and as you talk about it you're really setting the next generation to be very successful in ways that maybe you um, were not taught and you had to self teach uh, self self you have to self educate to get yourself to that level so this is a very very important part how are we passing these skills on to our children and the generation after us we have to make sure that we do a very good job with that because it's going to fall on them to make sure that they will also pass it along as they grow up and as they become independent and as they run companies and they start their own families as well you know so in all of this it's important that Uh, As we invest our time and resources into this, we'll be able to um, really build a good financial um, picture or financial atmosphere in our home to make sure that we're dealing very well with our finances and we're passing it on to our children. Now, I also want to say that we might not always get it right, and that is okay too. So, let's say you start a budget, you put a budget together as a couple, and one month down the road you realize that you know you fell off the wagon you know the budget is not going well you know you went to do grocery and you spend more than what you planned it's okay because it takes time to be able to really fully understand how um, much um, you you spend i remember years ago i had a friend who called me and said, you know, um, we have a family of four just like you. How much do you spend on grocery? And I thought it was interesting because um, it's one of those things where, yes, you do buy food, you buy all the things that you need for your home, but sometimes it's hard to put a number on it if you don't have it in a budget. So putting the numbers down sometimes will not directly reflect. And there are some months that you probably spend a little bit more on certain things than other months. So, Give yourself time to make it work so be at the beginning when you start the process of working on your budget and it doesn't work keep at it refine it go back to the drawing board see how you can move money around and then plan it again for the next month and see how successful you can be it takes some time for you to become familiar with uh, the, the patterns of your square your spending and the things that you spend money on and how you're able to move money around so let's not give up if we don't see success especially when it comes to uh, budgeting saving is also another area if you don't see initial success don't be discouraged go back to the drawing board prepare and try it again you know if you're paying off debt and at at some point you feel stuck and you see the mountain of debt and you realize it's difficult to get through don't let that discourage you do what you can but what's important is that keep working on it keep your focus on it to make sure that you can really get through it to make sure that you can achieve your goal you know i think one great resource that we have used in the past is dave Ramsey. uh he wrote the book the total money makeover is one that we will strongly recommend. It's a great book. It offers resources. It has a workbook that helps you to um, really plan how to pay off debt, how to save, how to invest. And uh, he also has a a, a, um, a video blog on YouTube. You can type Dave Ramsey and watch his show. You know, I have uh, watched several of them. There was uh, a young man who um, had. His car payment was $1,500 a month, $1,500 a month, his car payment. I don't know if it was a car, maybe it was, a, it was um, something that could fly. I'm not sure. But again, you know what Dave Ramsey would say. He really dealt with him very well. So we all have resources that we can learn, even if you're doing well. There's always something new that you can learn that will put you on the path, even to be extremely successful. So let's always learn. The total money makeover is highly, highly, highly recommended. It's a great resource that can help you do that. You know, so let's um, keep working on it. Let's not be discouraged, even when setbacks come in. You know, let's also, in all of this, give ourselves space. Uh, not, not to say that, uh, to fail, but give yourself space for the unexpected because in this world, unexpected things will happen too. you know, I've often said that when it's uh, it's uh, it's Friday and your car breaks down, you will do anything you need to do to get the car back on the road before Monday, because you're going to need it for work. You know in the same way if we're prepared we plan ahead we know we've anticipated that you know something could happen so we've allocated funds and resources to take care of that it helps us to get through those difficult times it helps us To be able to address those and sometimes if we're not able to address it meaning that we'll have to allocate you know funds from uh, something that we're planning on doing to take care of that it's fine as long as we're able to get back on track to making sure that we are working towards our goals is what is very important here so the key thing I want you to take from this is know that it's okay if sometimes you're not able to address those issues or you're not able to take care of the issues as they come now there's also another uh, aspect of this that i also want to touch on i spoke earlier about dealing with family members as to how you handle uh, financial finances you know and we talk about how sometimes it's important for us to give back we have to pass it along because somewhere in our lives uh, somebody within our family or even somebody outside our home supported us in a way that really got us or put us on the path to being successful but there are also times where you will come across people whether in family or friends whose main goal is to uh, take undue advantage uh, because of your um, generosity and it's important that we are able to identify who those people are and make sure that we talk to them about what they need to do to be responsible. You know, um, I think that uh, these, these are, uh, every family has one, and <laughs> it's important that we address these issues and not just let them slide, because in the end, we will have to be called on to really address them if we don't. So sometimes those are hard discussions that we need to have and so that it will help your relationship and will not become a burden on your marriage because already as a married couple there's so much that you are dealing with and you have to be sure that you find ways of helping family members but when it comes to a time where you need to talk to people and address certain issues and let them know what you are able to do and what you cannot do it's important that we do that. Sometimes no is also an answer. So let's think about these things. Let's ensure that it's contributing to our relationship and it's it's helping us to get to where we need to be. This is Sunlight Radio Online. My name is Akwasi Apong, and we are talking about marriage and money today. Today is the big M's. We are talking about money and marriage, and we will be right back.
0: And you go, get it all Let's <laughs>
1: Today on Sunlight Radio Online this is Akwasi upon and we are talking about money and marriage today we are looking at how marriage uh, money affects our marriage and some of the things that we need to be aware of you know as we talk through this I think uh, a few weeks ago we spoke about the roles in marriage you know what are the roles in marriage and one of the things we talked about was work and our ability to Uh, make an income and it's important that as we talk about finances you know uh, you address those issues as to you know who makes what, who brings money in and how both of you work together to keep your home and again it's important here that as couples you do realize that this issue here is not what who brings home but what's important is the fact that you both contributing in a way because there are some homes where the husband stays home to take care of the children and the wife goes out to work because she's more skillful or maybe has a high paying skill that could bring in more money. And every family dynamic is different. It could be that uh, they have children and putting children in daycare uh, for both of them to work will be just throwing money out of the window. It's really not worth it. So what's important is that one person staying home, it's very important. And there are so many dynamics to it. I often say what is important is your ability to sit down and talk about these things and, you know, research your options you have, look at what works. But talking about money and marriage will always bring success and will help us to really be successful as couples so we've talked about all the issues that come up with marriage and some of them are difficult to listen but we want to look at the upside you know what are some of the great things when it comes to married couples and money there's got to be something good in there and I believe it is and I'm not just saying this there's a website called moneyunder30.com they have some resources about uh, you know some of the upside some of the great things that as a married couple money will do for you or some of the benefits of um, the financial benefits uh, of money if you're married maybe I can put it that way so let's look at this so challenges aside getting married can have serious financial advantages you know it is a great way to get double your income without doubling your expense. Think about it. You know, if you're single, you probably will be living in what a one or two-bedroom apartment or one or two-bedroom house, and you'd be paying whatever your mortgage or rent is. If you're married, both of you share that cost. So it, you're just getting, you know. Um, you're getting uh, one for the price of you know half each one uh, brings you know however you look at it and um, so it's very important that we know that there are good aspects to this as my couples uh, navigate this and think of how uh, to best um, deal with uh, issues when it comes to uh, their relationships and money you know so we already talked about having a joint bank account and how that can simplify things. You know, I talked about the fact that it brings trust and transparency, but this uh, resource from uh, moneyandthe30.com is telling us that it simplifies things. It's just so simple. You have one bank account, all the money goes in. You can see what what, what is happening, you know. Combined incomes uh, may lead to a better mortgage rate. This is something that I haven't even thought about, that if you have a combined income and you're looking at buying a house, the, the, the cost of borrowing the money to buy your house uh, could be less, so that you pay less interest rate just because of the fact that you're married you know that is a great advantage you know and not only that if you're able to show that you know the money goes all goes into one account and you spend it from that account you pay your bills and all of that it goes a long way to save you even more money you know now those who have credit cards and another benefit to this is that joint credit cards can help both spouses build credit so some couples have credit cards where uh, is joint. So joint meaning that uh, they have both names on the credit card and you know they because they applied for it with double income it actually uh, sets them up to be able to build their credit and really have a good credit score. Um, in, in, if you live in the part of the world where credit score is important, this is one of the benefits. And I'm sure for a lot of countries, um, if you're borrowing money for anything and as a husband and wife, you show your income, it's really going to provide a solid uh, financial basis for, uh, you know, uh, guaranteeing the loan. So there are benefits to it that we have to be aware of you know you get a better rate on home and auto insurance that's another thing so if you're buying insurance uh, to protect your home or your car or any other thing or even health insurance you know you will be able to uh, get better rates as well and then um, you can share your social security so that is when you know you are retired some some companies call it your pension So after you've you've you know raised your children your family and you retire uh, as you know a couple the benefit of it is that the the money you get uh, from either your investments uh, maybe you made some investments as you were you were um, growing uh, you were working and that helps you to take care of those years when you are not working and having a husband and wife both having those resources will help you so much in making sure that you're comfortable in your later years. Yeah. You know, um, being able to uh, manage your money well or being married helps you with your taxes you know married couples pay less taxes so again I don't know if that's an incentive to get married I'm not sure people will do that but but the point I'm saying here is that if you are married no and I think a lot of people are aware of this that if you're married it's an incentive it helps reduce your tax burden so uh, it's not all bad news there are some great news here when it comes to Uh, being married and um, dealing with your taxes and finances okay so as we move along um, generally uh, when you are married you have because we talked earlier about the fact that you save money as a result of you know uh, the both of you sharing one house and you know do cooking together raising your family together so that means it gives you more money to save So that's another positive aspect when it comes to uh, our finances as married couples. So there is so much that goes for us when it comes to, you know, uh, issues that has to do with our relationship, our money, and how we handle it. You know, what's important here is the steps that we take. ensure that we are setting up you know a good foundation to not only handle our money but also we are setting up a good foundation to be able to uh, build our relationship all of this points to one thing the how well are we being transparent how well are we opening up to really Um, build this together, knowing that we are in this together as husband and wife, transparency, trust, and knowing that everything that we do as husband and wife is going to build our marriage. And if we do this well, as we've learned, that it's really going to bring us to a point where you know we'll have less 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 debt you know we'll have uh, more money to save we'll have more money to invest you know if we do our work well and talk to investors we'll be able to you know put money away for days that we it. we'll be able to fund our children's education and you know uh i often say that uh, when it comes to married couples one of the things that you should have on your budget is things that you do to build your marriage and i think as we're talking about money that's one thing i would like to end today by saying that plan to invest money into your relationship because if we pay all the bills if we do all the things that we have to do and we don't pay any attention to our relationship uh, uh, the, the our marriage has to outlive all the things that we do our career our children you know the children should leave and the marriage should be there the marriage shouldn't leave before the children you know um, the Bible makes it clear that you know the, the, the man will leave and in the leaving they have to leave the marriage of their parents behind as they go so it's important that we have a line item in our budget for things that we do to grow our marriage and to develop our marriage you know and i often talk about you know things you do every month even if it's going for coffee or going out to see a movie when when the season permits you know going out to eat every so often you know if you're on a budget i'm not saying you do this every day but as much as you're able to afford uh spending some money to invest into these things are important what is sad is couples who have so much money but their marriage is falling apart you know then it means that they are not making the right investment sometimes you have to invest into going to marriage retreats where you spend a night or two um, you can you know stay in a hotel join other marriage couples and lend certain resources and things about what will make your marriage better and one that I'll strongly recommend is uh, Weekend to Remember if you go online and type weekend to remember if you're in North America it's a great event Like budget something in your um, uh, in your finances every year to attend a conference and that is something that will help to make sure that your marriage will thrive and it will be there for a long time because you are working on it just as you're working on your finances you're also working on your marriage and it takes money to be able to work on your marriage as well. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Akwesi Upon. We are so glad that we had you today. We hope that you picked up some valuable skills and tools to help you deal with finances when it comes to your marriage. If you want to uh, learn more about this or any of the other resources that we have, go to our website, enjoylifewithyourspouse.com. And we'll see you again here next week. Bye.